Support for 100 watts in a wire is provided by BioNO Power. If you're looking for a power solution, check out BioNO Power, offering the best lithium phosphate batteries for your ham radios. Visit BioNOPower.com. That's B I O E N N O P O W.com. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Well, hello and welcome to 100 Watts and a Wire. My name is Christian. My call sign is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. Welcome to episode 346. We're in episode 346 today. Among other things, we're going to be talking about some ham fests. We're going to be talking about some DX contacts and rule breakers. I don't know if this turned up, but I actually uh, put a poll up there in the chat. You can see it. And we'll get to that a little bit later today. There's a story out of the ham radio world where this brother, uh, you know, he reported some false things and we'll talk about it later. But I put a poll in the chat. If you're here uh, joining us live, our live studio audience, you can go ahead and vote. I put a couple of options in there about should they lose their license? Should they be rehabbed? Should they be kicked in the nuts in the public square? Uh, So somewhere in there is a penalty for being... A bad ham radio operator, what says you? Go ahead and uh, do the poll. And uh, Scotty will keep an eye on that. He's joining me today. And from the road, we, we got a we got a brother here on the road. We weren't sure what was going to be happening with Steve-O. He's out there at this ham fest. And uh, he got out there a couple hours early, it turns out. So he's just chilling. And hey, might as well join the show. What's going on, brother? How are you? I'm doing good. How about you guys doing? Uh, just uh, out here a couple hours early for the uh, Puyallup Ham Fest here in Western Washington. So it's our big ham fest of the year. It's uh, basically for me, it's the start of uh, spring, and uh, so we're here getting ready. The doors will be opening up in a couple hours, at 9 a.m. local, and uh, it's normally attended by. Uh, amateurs from BC, uh, Idaho, Montana, Oregon, uh, some Northern California. So it's a fairly sizable ham fest. It's an indoor event because, hey, it's Western Washington. And uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll be uh, taking a, a camera with us and uh, g- giving you a little bit of the insight of the uh, Western Washington uh, Puyallup Ham Fest. It's put on by the uh, Mike and Key Club of Renton, Washington. So, uh, Looking forward to having, you know, a, a nice day. It's been two years since I've been here. So yeah. uh, two years ago, we had the uh, just the start of this pandemic. The ham fest still went on, but it was just kind of when masking started. Last year, it didn't happen. And today, March 12th, is the first day that uh, the state of Washington has lifted the mask mandate. So uh, yes, it's going to be a good day. Going to be a good day. Also joining us from my home state is Scotty. Scotty is here. He is uh, monitoring the chat and other things for our uh, our show today. He also contributes to putting the show together, which we really appreciate. So welcome to you. Are you doing all right today, my friend? Doing all right. Doing all right. It was uh, 70 degrees yesterday, and today it is 31, and we were looking at two to four inches of snow and uh, 60 mile an hour winds. Today. Good God. That's fun. Nice change. You know, the Maryland weather, if you don't like the weather now, just wait 10 minutes. That's right. 
16 degrees here in Missouri. We had uh, some beautiful weather early in the week. In fact, I had a, my first activation. And I'll talk about that a little bit and bring the guys in as well. Just want to uh, let you know, we did drop a new 30-day review. Your peer review of the RNL 30-amp power supply went out on Thursday. That turned out really well. I think you should check it out. That's episode 345. Subscribe wherever you get podcasts. If you're joining us live, we do the live, I'm doing the air quotes, live before a studio audience thing. This goes live to have our chat and our community gather. Everybody's welcome here. But it doesn't live up on YouTube. It becomes the podcast. So podcast listeners, Saturday mornings, you can join us here when we do our live show. Got to tell you guys a little bit of what's going on with me. Um, and I am accepting good vibes, positive thoughts, and an open slot on your prayer list. Now, it's not anything too... Uh, too crazy, but uh, around Monday, I guess it was Monday, uh, and I think it's been happening before. I've got some pain in my abdomen. What kind of weird shot did I just put up there? Let's get off of that, and we'll go back to that. That was weird for people watching. I just put my. I don't yeah, know. It's kind of interesting that. to see the top of your head. You like that? <laughs> Love you. That sounds uh, inappropriate. Um, Sherry, I'll I'll explain. Uh, sometimes Damn it, it's I'm just back a, in HR yeah, again. Yeah, and it's only friend. been five minutes. In. His desk has <laughs> wheels, so he can just push it right on in there and sit. <clears throat> just sit down. Don't speak. Anyway, um, I've been thinking the last couple of weeks that you know maybe it was a digestive thing. It could possibly still be. I was thinking maybe I'm eating some kind of food. I'm getting some sort of I don't know. Now I sound like I'm on seventy five meters, but. Uh, you know, and that's great. I think that's fun. Digestive health or whatever's going on. I have a possible hernia. I may have a possible hernia. I've got to go through some tests to figure out, to isolate what it is. But uh, there have been moments of some debil debilitating pain, uh, particularly early in the week. I've had like three days of good. So um, I'm holding up. Sitting, I've discovered, isn't good. And actually sitting when... Um, uh, I hadn't eat. I was putting everything in toward the food. Like I ate too much or I ate too fast. And then I was like, well, maybe, maybe it's a food thing, right? But I did this show on Thursday night. We did the 30-day review, recorded it, put it out, or Wednesday, Tuesday, sorry, Tuesday. And man, Steve, I was sitting there and uh, I was like, man, I'm about to like bust. I, I felt like I was folded up. You know, you're sitting like this. It's weird. So you may see me lean back a little bit. Uh, signs point to a possible hernia in the ab or uh, hopefully that's it. Like I don't want to have anything deep, deeper than that. But if it is, but if you got room on the prayer list, put me on it. Where's Pastor Joe? I know I'm, I stay on his. That's just for bad behavior usually. But this one is, uh, and they can't really treat it. The doctor was like, they can treat it, but they can't give you any pill or, you know, anything like yeah. that. It's like I got to deal with it. Laying flat is is good for me. Things, gravity sort of pull anything that's uh, trying to poke through if it's a hernia back into place. So anyway, that's where we are. If you see me shifting or uh, leaning back or anything like that, it could just be uh, that situation. But the, this is the intersection of life and amateur radio. I've gotten a lot of good support. I put out a weekly reader. It's to our mailing list, and if you have a 100-watt ID, you're automatically on it. Thursdays, it comes to you, it tells you what we're doing, like this show, 
what we're going to talk about, the Sunday net, that kind of stuff. A lot of nice people wrote back and said good things. And I'm finding that if it is a hernia, that the procedure is becoming common and it'll take a couple hours, a couple weeks of rehab or uh, uh, recovery, I guess is what they would say. But uh, right now we're still in the, it's a whole new rant. I'd have to start a new channel to get into it. And people are probably like, dude, this is, this is 80 meters type stuff. Save it. But uh, it's important that you guys know, and it is a community that, you know, that's what's happening over here. Uh, so yeah, save it for 75 meters. We'll reel your bed into the uh, ham shack there and you can, uh, you can pontificate on uh, 75 on the, uh, the whole procedure and the recovery. Yeah. I'm i uh, I'm letting it, I'm uh the insurance part is what's picky. Like my doctor wanted a CT uh, scan and I know it's expensive and I, and they would took a couple days and I tried to get in sooner to get it done. Cause this was happening. And I was like, if this is an everyday thing, I'm laid out. Like I'm straight up laid out. This is not good at all. And the insurance balked declined the CT. So now it's like, I'm going to go for a, another test. You know, it's, it's just like, okay, you guys are nuts. I don't know what but i won't get into that i just wanted to let you guys know that's what's up send those vibes and good thoughts we'll even accept a thumbs up is uh is good so we'll take it we'll take them all <laughs> we'll take them all thank you for listening uh through that uh let's talk about operating it was a um it was an interesting week last weekend we had the dx contest and what may have got me in a little trouble is I activated last week. I, I activated, I guess it was Saturday or Sunday. I guess it was Saturday or Sunday. And I went out there. I, don't, I can't blame the ham radio stuff for my, my pain. My pain is what it is. But I went out there and uh, did a little work. I see here's Steve-O's rig. He showed us. This is where he's, he's working from today, the Ham Fest. He gave that to us. But I went out and worked the DX contest. And I love to do the portable stuff because you can kind of, again, test your antenna and this was my, oh, mm -hmm. that's your setup. What the heck am I doing with you? How many pictures did I put up of you? Good grief. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it showed up twice. Here's what I did out there for our friends. Uh, it's, I got my old pick em up truck and uh, I bust open the back of it. And my rig is racked up, you know, and um, it's not the lightest thing. I need to really, really think through what I'm doing now. If this is actually a hernia, I've got to start thinking about lugging that radio because i don't keep it in there with the other stuff the other stuff the other boxes i have are for like you know trouble on the road or uh, you know power plugs or even whatever that is but the radio itself is racked up in a gator case one of those four u jobs and um i gotta lug it around so i'm kind of thinking through that and uh there's the antenna just about 25 or 26 feet up it's a wire um guide off to actually the front of the truck but um the point of this all is, Steve, that I, I made some interesting contacts. Italy, I worked Italy. It's 4,824 miles from where I was. Cape Verde, nice. 4,177. And Ireland, 38. And it's just 100 watts. And that antenna, which is pretty good. It's in two to one or less. It's probably one to four somewhere in there. And... Uh, I was like, I was inspired by it. You know, now it's 16 degrees. Uh, it wasn't like that last weekend here. But a question for our friends in the chat. What um, what new ones did you work? Did you work any new DX last weekend? I know not everybody gets in the contest, but sometimes you hear things and makes you want to get in that and to make those contacts. 
put your uh, answers into the chat. Let us know um, uh, what you worked, if you got a new DX entity, uh, and we'll share them here. Thank you for the thumbs up, by the way. Our, uh, our live audience here uh, is suggesting gummies. Uh, the gummies for our uh, gummies are good. Uh, probably might help a little bit. Uh, Doc says, oh, pills, though, and that's good. I'm not a pill guy. I don't want to be on uh, pain medicine. This show would really be bad. Uh, I mean, it's bad already. It's, it's oh, already yeah, bad. Yeah, we'd be, we'd be in HR for a whole week. <laughs> when I'm like, yeah, no. You know, head falls onto the mic. <laughs> Not a good luck. Uh, thank you, Todd. He says to stay above the noise. Appreciate all those thumbs up. Let us know if you worked any new DX entities in the contest last week. We'll put it in. And uh, Scotty will keep an eye on that, and we'll see what's happening. Did you work any DX last weekend, or were you out there kind of taking care of uh, the homestead, Steve? Uh, I was taking care of the homestead. I didn't get a chance to operate. I had to do a little uh, getting ready for a, a pack test. So uh, one of my... Uh, compadres in the fire service and I were spending quite a bit of time on the uh, track down at the local high school. Got it. So all right. Busy. Scotty, uh, did you get to work the contest at all? I know you've got a kind of a compromise situation. The power company has come into your uh, area. And so to... I know I apologize, <laughs> Sherry, that just didn't come out right. That one just, really just didn't. Yeah, so they put a power line right up in in uh, your. I'm trying to say this in a way that Sherry from HR doesn't get upset. But uh, anyway, did you get to work any DX? Uh, well, thanks to uh, Baltimore Gas and Electric, I have some new uh, a new counterpoise for my Enfit, and oh. uh, I did work uh, Bogota, Colombia. Oh, during the DX. Oh, one. cool. That was new. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah, that's about it. The only new one that I got uh, worked a few stations on. All right, if you got any new DX entities last weekend or anything that surprised you, go ahead and put it in the chat, and we will uh, we'll pick it up and share it with others. There was a question from James. James asked uh, if it was the left side of my abdomen. It's actually above my belly button on my right right side, and I could feel it. When things were going bad, I could feel it. That's how I knew it wasn't a digestive thing. It was a, it was a push of some sort. And anyway, yeah, and uh, just going to manage it we've been okay for about three days which is cool but thank you for asking james appreciate it uh all right let's uh take a look at what happened this week in radio back in 1933 steve president franklin roosevelt gives the first radio fireside chat that's a word that they use now for these little you see it in performances presentations mm -hmm. they sit around and just talk this could be considered a fireside uh chat of course, Steve was uh, in high school back in 1933, so <laughs> don't make me laugh. Oh, Lord, I shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't have done it. Just kidding. Uh, March 11th, 1948, the Audio Engineering Society was founded, and that's a good one. I think every city now has one or should have one. There's one in St. Louis, and there's a great uh, AES, uh, what is it, a conference, Scotty? That's what it is, right? It's a that's a conference they have every year, and it, you go there, and you're like around all these super brain wizards and and that sort of thing. But that that's a yeah, big I've one. Been, I've been to a few AES being in the audio biz. Uh, they use that they alternate years. Once it's in California, and then it's in New York, and it's in California. It's, it's a big convention. Everyone shows off their latest, greatest microphones, preamps, compressors, EQs, software. It's fun. Yeah, a lot man. of fun actually. It is. It is. All right. Well, thank you for that. 
And Earl, drop it to him, Earl. 100 watts and a wire news. Talking about larger ham fest. There are some, uh, we're going to talk about the ham fest that you may be going to. We talked about that on our social media post. Steve is actually attending his for the first time in two years. And there's some news, of course, uh, we'll just say the virus, the virus, COVID-19, and its variants continue to disrupt in-person ham gatherings. The Southern California DX Club, the organizer of the 2022 International DX Convention, in Visalia, Visalia, say that a couple times. Vi- Visalia. Visalia, not Vaselinia. Yep. That's a whole <laughs> different area in Baltimore. I'll teach you all about that on the uh, new channel we ever do one time. Uh, but they're gonna they're gonna cancel that one. Um, that's normally mm-hmm. held in April. It's been canceled. Quote in response to the current virus threat. Now, the Dayton Hamvention, which uh, many people do, they make that pilgrimage, they make friends. Steve is one of them who, uh, you know, it sets, he sets it aside, does the travel, spends that week there. That one's still on for now. General Chairman uh, Rick Allnut, he is WS8G, said in a statement that the Hamvention will follow state guidance, which he expects to include recommendations but not requirements for masking and social distancing, at large events, quote, it has become obvious, he said, that the state of Ohio is very unlikely to call a halt to large gatherings anytime soon. As of now, Allnut added, there are no plans to uh, offer on-site COVID tests during the hamvention. He does not anticipate checking vaccine status at the show. And you can learn more about everything going on at hamvention.org. And luckily, it just feels like we're getting so much closer. I'm hearing great statistics. Don't want to quote them. But in essence, this country is down in cases. There's still, you know, quite a bit going on. Uh, but uh, overall, we're doing much better. Uh, so any thoughts on that, Steve? Oh, did I lose you? He's okay. frozen in time. He's frozen. He's looking over at someone. I'm going to send that to his wife and say he was looking at a lady. But <laughs> she'll say he was at a ham fest. There's no possible way. Uh, we'll bring Scotty up and talk to Scotty. Are you planning on going to any ham fest uh, this year? Uh, the, only, the only one I usually go to is uh, our local club um, has one in uh, in October. Went to the Howard County Fairgrounds and uh, it's CaraFest, Columbia Amateur Radio Association. And uh, yeah, that's about the only one I'm planning on attending this year. All right. Good deal. So if you're going to go and i know we got some responses there from your dx we can uh, we can pick those up and talk about those as well but go ahead and put in now for our friends that are visiting here in the live recording uh let us know if you're going to be going to a ham fest and we'll be checking on some of that as well and i uh, will pull steve bow back up in here and uh, i gotta break the news to him uh you had a strange <laughs> look on your face when you froze uh so we spent a little bit of time wondering what you were indeed looking at but, uh, well, a truck just pulled up to the right of me, a, uh, another pickup, and all of a sudden my signal went away, and I was trying to move my hotspot, and trying oh. to this is the craziest thing. So, Steve's hey, joining it us. It is what it is. This is what happens when you're when you kind of do a re, you know a remote uh, session here. Uh, Peter wants to know if the co- uh, the doctor did a cough check. Uh, if, Peter, if you're asking if uh, the doctor uh, touched Mick and Keith, uh, the answer is no. No, 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 uh, Mick and Keith, uh, sing alongs, 
uh, for that. A couple of uh, DX entities. Looks like Ben met, uh, worked Colombia, Costa Rica, Spain, Bermuda, Carousel, Puerto Rico, and the Bahamas. Good on him for doing that. And uh, Cape Verde, Peter says, as he's uh, thinking about making Keith, he also let us know Cape Verde, which is, and I got that one too. I think that's an island off of Africa. My my geography uh, may be failing me. If you're going to a ham fest, let us know. Drop it in the chat. We'll talk about uh, that as well. Boy, we're rolling right along. I want to let people know before uh, we go on and talk about ham fest and things like that. Kick it now. Oh, Oh, I just want to. Oh, girl. You know, <laughs> you got to get that 100 watt ID. And uh, it's easy to do. Go to 100wattsinawire.com. Click on 100 watt IDs and get yours. Takes a couple of days. A busy human will, you know, send it off to you and let you know. Keep it out of your your mailbox there, your junk box. But uh, you're sequentially issued a new number. We're up over 5,000. It automatically puts you on the mailing list. So if you want to do that, and if you don't want a 100 watt ID, you can join the mailing list as well. All that sort of stuff is uh, at the website, 100wattsandawire.com. We have a merch space there. I wish I had something I could show you. I've moved a couple things around in the shack today, trying to minimize the look in here. I, I don't like clutter. Boy, we, we tend to clutter up the shack, but merchandise will not clutter you up. It'll keep you warm, uh, and you get free shipping on standard uh, shipping from March 17th through the 22nd. So if you're fitting to get yourself some new merch or whatever you like, check out the website and get yourself some free uh, shipping on your swag. All right, thank you very much for that. Uh, that's Scotty, by the way. He's uh, he's playing the music and keeping us on the rails with the music. It's nice. The glue. That way there's no awkward pauses uh, like we normally have. Uh, Except he's not sharing gummies. I don't know uh, what the situation is. Uh, he seems like a person that's very I, interested in sharing. Well, I received a nice uh, care package from Pastor Joe over this past week, a few days ago. And he <laughs> Can sent you believe me a nice this? care package of... Uh, my hair bow nice. Can you believe Pastor Joe <laughs> is now Joe. sending gummies? So I want you guys to think about that. Let that sink in for just a little bit. That Pastor Joe is now pushing gummies. What has this world come to? But they all seem to come here uh, in this community. All right. So, uh, welcome to our friends who are joining us in the live today. We appreciate you. Welcome, Tom. We see, um, I mean, we do want to talk about uh, Paul. Paul will dump his testicular fortitude on you and usually does on Sunday evenings. He's here. Hello, Uncle Paul. Mark is here. Uh, James, nice to meet you and see you again. If you're new, put new in the chat and we'll catch up. All right, let's talk a little bit about uh, things that are happening uh, when we put out there, you know, for the show, for you guys to talk about uh, Hamfest that you intend to uh, to join and go and see this year. Uh, from the Facebook group, 47 people responded, uh, which is where they're going. So we're just going to, we're going to go through and see where people are going to go, because I think sometimes we get lost in the big three. You know, there's Huntsville, there's Orlando. There's uh, Dayton, Xenia, Ohio, and there's others. 
um, that are that are pretty much top tier in terms of size. But, you know, I've become fascinated with the smaller ones, Steve. I wish there was a way. Mm-hmm. I would do it because I would have our brother here uh, join and drive that bus. He's here. Where is he? Where is he? I can't say he's a, oh, Mark. Mark in Maryland, right? He would drive the bus, take us around, and we'd go to all these things. If we could line that up, do shows out on the road from small ham fest, I would totally do it. Um, but here's one. Uh, let's see. Peter says Saturday, March 19th. He's going to be at the Midwinter Madness 2022. It says Buffalo Civic Center, but that's actually not Buffalo, New York. It's Minneapolis, uh, St. Paul. Um, Don's going to go to Dayton this year for the first time. I think you'll enjoy it. It should be a good show. And oh, you'll love it. Terry says that uh, Saturday, March 19th, the uh, what is this? The Charleston, West Virginia Ham Fest at the Charleston Coliseum. Man, it sounds so big, doesn't it? Charleston Coliseum. Come see Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> the Convention Center and Podiform. Okay. Benton, Saturday, March 19th. A lot of March 19th. That's midwinters again. And, that's uh, next week. Holy smokes. It's week. starting to ramp up. I don't know if we can get out there by that time, but it'd be cool to, to uh, have a report. If you're going to be at a ham fest, let us know. We'll bring you in and uh, we'll take a look around with you. That's kind of fun. Tom says March There's 6th. Close to you. What's that? Boonesville. Boonesville Ham yeah. Fest. Yeah. Uh, in uh, I don't know where Boonesville is. I have to check that out. Boonville Amateur Radio Club, March 26th. All right, Tom, you keep us posted. George, he's going to the, uh, let's see, the NC Capital City Ham Fest. Uh, I'm guessing North Carolina, right? Raleigh, the Raleigh Amateur Radio Club on April 16th in Raleigh, North Carolina. So they're kicking it out there. There's a main state uh, convention uh, for the, geez, it's hard to know, the New England division of the ARRL. John, Shelby, North Carolina, Labor Day weekend, maybe Fayetteville before that. Uh, Dayton for sure says Bruce. Uh, David says CCRA in Norwich, New York. All these great little things. I hope they pull up, man. I really do. I think the small ones are the ones that need our support. The ham radio media, if you will, or the landscape of content creators, or they embark in full force on the top ones that we've discussed a little bit. But uh, if I had my way, right, I would uh, pack up a tour vehicle, an RV or something like that, and uh, head out and do live shows from these small ones and clip them off. Because I think, mm, that's what I think. I think it'd be fun. Oh, where was I? Where was I? Let's see. Charlotte, Charlotte uh, Ham Fest. Okay, that's in uh, North Carolina. Uh, Paul says WD9GCO is going to Xenia. Donald's going to be doing Belton, Texas, March 26th. So they're getting out there, Steve. There's some stuff out there happening oh, again, yeah. and it's nice to see. Just going to Huntsville, Huntsville in, uh, in August. That's the one people really like because it's air conditioning in that building, and you can actually stay in the building, and then you never really go outside because it's August, and you think whatever, and it's cool. I've never been to that one. Ed, uh, he's going to, what is that one? Seaver County? Seaver County, Tennessee Ham Fest, March 19th. A lot of things going on March 19th, Steve. What you going to oh, do? Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be a busy weekend for Ham Fest next weekend. That's a lot going on there. All right. We'll have to check with the chat, too, see if anybody's getting ready. But you can check these out. Do a search for community 
questions on Facebook if you do Facebook, and you'll see where everybody's going. Des Moines, Iowa, uh, Jefferson County, Jeffersonville County <laughs> Fairground in Wisconsin. Dennis says ham fest oh, are dangerous. Ham fests are dangerous, Dennis. <laughs> so speaking of that, are you gonna are you gonna pop on anything today? Hey, there's a lady behind you, or the man with a lot of hair. Uh, I can't tell. Yeah, there they go. They're, they're folks are. Yeah. Are they coming um, up to your? Uh... I, no, I don't have anything in mind. I usually come here just uh, just to socialize, and then if something comes comes up, then so I might pick something up, but nothing in the works for today. Okay. Scotty, anybody doing any uh, ham fest in the um, in the chat? Anybody talking about going anywhere? Uh, Todd's talking about Sunday, 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 Sunday. Try fest. Um, Robert, uh, he's going to uh, Xenia, his local ham fest there. And uh, Paul says he can't afford the gas to pull his camper. So he's not- Oh yeah, you know it's a side effect. It's tough now. We were up, uh, we're just at about four dollars here. I think they're making it look nice, uh, but it's about three ninety something. And you know what are you going to do? It's one of those things. It's one. It's a bad side effect. About uh, about four fifty around here now. Yeah, it was four fifty five this morning when I fueled up before heading out. Wow, so it's it's up there. It's going to be interesting to see how this parking lot fills up uh, this weekend, with, uh, which will be a, kind here. of a kind of a sign to see how hamfests are going to do. Maybe the, the locals will really start to take off because people don't want to venture too far away. But this was about a, a little over a two-hour drive from my place to here. Okay. All right. Well. If you're getting out there, there's plenty to, to do. If you have a question, put a cue in front of it and drop it into the chat. We'll try to get to those as well. Uh, oh, boy. Where am I here? So we did that. Uh, you got a report from where you are. Look at that. We're right on the money. I'm actually right there. Why don't we give you a moment to talk about that? This is the Mike and Key. You can look at this as we talk about it. MikeandKey.org. And uh, one of the, the, my favorite things, I think all the smaller ham fest may be kind of like a uh, flea market, if you will, you know, where you mm-hmm. don't maybe have so much of the big dealers there selling their goods. But that's kind of one of my favorite things in the whole world. When you go to Xenia, it's getting out there in the flea market. And then you see the radios that like won the war, the ones that the guys had to carry for the generals and, and those kinds of things. Uh, talk about this one. What is uh, What appeals about this ham fest, Steve? It's kind of, uh, we've all been cooped up for the winter, and now we got, this is kind of the first big ham fest of the ham fest season, so it kind of starts it off, and it's a great time to just kind of socialize. It's an indoor event, so it kind of gets crowded at, at times, but it's, uh, you just get to see everything. Um, there's, we, we might get HRO that will make a presence, but. Uh, and, and ICOM might make an, a, a presence they've had in the past because ICOM is, is you know, based here in Western Washington for, for their U.S. Uh, operations. And uh, we get um, a little bit representation from the league, uh, mainly just the uh, the Northwest Division. So it's uh, 
it's a small ham fest, but it's big on the other on the other hand. It's uh, it's usually well attended, so it's going to be interesting as things kind of uh, open up. I think this year we're probably not going to see a lot of our Canadian brothers and sisters, just because of the uh, the border situation and getting across. And uh, but uh, I think uh, it'll be more localized here. I'm not sure if we'll, I'll see any of my friends that come up from Oregon or uh, Idaho just because of the fuel prices right now. So it's, uh, and, and now we're just kind of opening up. So this is kind of uncharted territory, but as we go farther into the season, I think the, the ham, the smaller ham fest that will follow this will, uh, will start to pick up and uh, get some more uh, traction. So I'm, I'm glad to be here couple of folks in the in the chat there i don't know if it's easy enough to see there for you scotty a couple of people doing uh ham fest is it easy enough for you to see them if not i might be able to scroll back i can see a couple there from dan and yeah um somebody's going to uh cpac um that sounds cool so, so dan that, that is asking, in uh, are you a mike and Keith? i guess that was a directed at steve i guess uh yeah cpac is our um northwest division um, convention. So that's held in the first weekend in June in Seaside, Oregon, which is right on the ocean. So it's a uh, another great indoor uh, ham fest. Uh, I like to go to it. I'm not sure if I'm going to make it this year. So we'll see. And it, but it happens usually two weeks after um, Dayton, the CPAC uh, convention. All right, good deal. Cool. Cool. Very cool. Anybody else there? We're just uh, going through. Again, if you have any questions, we try to get to those as quickly as we can throughout. Um, so just put a cue in front of it. That way we can kind of grab it and we can talk about things here on the show. All right. Uh, let's see. What else did I want to talk about today? I put a poll up there, Steve. Uh, I knew that was going to be weird. Uh, <laughs> a poll in terms of uh, asking a question and getting the results. Thank you, Sherry. Sherry from HR is here. She's a very proper lady, a bit older, and uh, things that she doesn't understand sometimes that come out awkwardly sometimes. Sometimes they come out strangely, if you will. Um, she will press a button, and I've got a cue here to play at least a little Morse for us. Uh, so when you hear that beep, there's a little something that may be questionable. And uh, Steve, actually, uh, there's talks of putting Steve on like a 500-word limit. And I'm like, listen, he's part of the show. He's not an essay, for God's sake. So it's, you know, it's it's one of those things. He's he's always in trouble. Oh, well, we got a cat appearance here. Uh, she's going to take down the uh, – she wants to move out of the state of Maryland. So she's going to take that out. Thank the you, guys. here sucks, Pops. Get me out of here. Thanks for sharing your DX contacts. We appreciate that. We got some gas prices coming in, $4.99. This is a side effect. Uh, 100 watts of wire, of course, we uh, support Ukraine. And, and uh, we know that some of these, the side effects of war is going to be that we're going to pay for it more. Jet fuel is going to go up. Our travel costs are going to go up because of the stuff like that. But there you go. Uh, ben says, she's my cherry pie. It's... Uh, Sherry. It's a Sherry. Thank you with an S. Uh, thank you. I was mentioning the poll that I put up. I successfully put a poll uh, to talk about something, Steve, that I thought was a little wacky, but it's worth uh, uh, talking about here. 
A ham from Erie, Pennsylvania has been accused of reporting false weather emergencies and making bomb threats. Amateur Radio Newsline report that uh, his name is Richard November 3 Bravo Whiskey Golf. He was charged in a criminal complaint with making false reports of weather emergencies and threatened local hams who told him to stop. Uh, Wagner reportedly uh, reportedly also used the radio to threaten uh, to bomb public buildings in Erie. Now, I put out there in the chat, if you didn't see it, uh, I wanted to know, what do you think should happen here to operators who are making false reports and threats on the air? You know, should they, for one, lose their license? Should they get some oh, sort God, of yeah. rehabilitation was a part? That too. Or, Three was uh, kicking the nuts in the public square. I came up with that one. I don't think that that one can be uh, done. But, uh, you know, uh, the poll says right now. I think it should be. I mean, people think I'm completely politically incorrect here. But I like the idea of a public like they used to. I'd have a big spin the wheel thing. And it would be big boot steel toe to the nuts. And then it'd be like, I mean, we've had yeah. public floggings in, in past history, so why not a public nut kicking? I mean, just kick them in the nuts. And if that doesn't deter, uh, what will? You know, this is how they did Neil. But, you know, you can't talk like this in our current times. We have to talk rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, kick them in the nuts. Uh, 52% of the people who took this poll, it's still active if you'd like to. I see Pastor Joe there. Pastor Joe, if you'd like to boot up and uh, kick a violator in the nuts, please go ahead and push uh, the button. 52% says yes, kick to the nuts in the public square. 7% say rehabilitation. 41% say loss of license. Now, I know I'm making light of this uh, situation here, but Steve, what do you think about that? I think he should lose his license and uh, maybe spend a little time in, uh, you know, the Gray Bar Hotel. It's just that's unacceptable really? society. You think it's he just, should be put away because uh, this this brother did mm-hmm. make false reports, right? He made false reports of weather emergencies and made bomb threats. Like that's some serious, you know, that's absolutely completely against everything we stand for, right? That's that's just not a good ham radio operator. I wonder. And uh, Scotty and I have been talking a little bit about this, too, because I think this is a show that we have a lot of fun. Uh, but there's also like, you know, is this brother still right in the head? You know what I mean? I think we are a show with the conscience, if you will. We've done a lot of good things and conversations about diversity and, and all these sorts of things and people with disabilities and all that kind of stuff. I'm not making an excuse for this brother at all. I would be the first to queue up with my steel toe Doc Martens. You can't find those anymore, but uh, I still got mine. They hurt my feet. I'm too old to wear them, but just for this one, I put a little chalk on it or a little rosin <laughs> right up in up there. And away you go. Right in there, and I'd be good at it, too. Like I'd be real good. Sherry's down the hall, so this is why I'm getting into kicking the nut stuff going. Uh, okay. so, but, uh, you know, who does that? I think that's a bigger question of, like, what's wrong with you, brother? Why would you... Mm-hmm do this you know that jeopardizes the public health so i don't know what will become of this guy but i wanted to ask you guys what do you think we should do and i think seriously you should probably lose it man you should probably lose your license i don't know if there's a rehab i don't know if there's a case where you go i'll be good that's different that's different from dropping an f-bomb that's different from the clowns on 7200 that are just you know 
acting like a fool, you know, or using too much power. This is a public safety issue. Mm -hmm. So talk about that a little bit, Steve, and then we'll kick it to Scotty too. And just to get some thoughts, and you're welcome to share your opinions here. It's a live recording. Uh, anybody in the chat can can post up what they think here with their their thoughts. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, there's responsibility. We have a responsibility. We're licensed amateurs, and we and we need to, you know, if we're going to disseminate information. It needs to be truthful and and accurate to make. Mm, you know, false accusations about weather and bomb threats. I'm sorry, this guy is just not, something's going on. There's either there's a mental deficiency somewhere or he's, he's struggling in life, but you know what? He needs to pay the consequences. There's personal responsibility. And yes, in my opinion, he should lose his license just for making the false information and then making a bomb threat. And that's even worse. And that. That puts us into a, a bad light. So now the general public is going to look at this guy and go, oh, yeah, oh, you know, I'm radio operators. Oh, wackadoodles. They're down in their basement in their mom's house. And, you know, and, and we already have that persona that people, you know, visualize us as operators. So this doesn't help. And um, he needs to be held accountable. And uh license revocation is just the minimum that's just the start but uh i think uh, he needs to spend time in uh in the gray bar hotel and and get rehabilitation while in the gray bar hotel so. wow so you're you're across all platforms there you're gonna you're gonna put him in jail rehab him in mm -hmm. in jail and take his license away that's that's old school right there brothers and sisters that's a yeah. man with over 40 years of ham radio uh, integrity and we're nothing without our honor. I mean, come on, everything we say that in our life, you got to work with integrity. You got to have an honor system, and we need that here too. Uh, so that's uh, sidecar, Steve. Uh, what do you think, Scotty, about somebody who's doing something like this? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's just it's just crazy what this guy's doing. Um, it it does make amateur radio operators uh, look bad. He's going false weather reports, bomb threats. He he kind of reinforces the uh, the the perception of, by some of us the tinfoil hat wearing. Um, it's kind of kooks with a bunch of wires sticking out of our house. Um, and yeah, I think his license should be revoked. Uh, I think he should um, do some jail time for especially for the bomb threat. I mean, that's that's just. You know, that's just crossing the line there. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, Pas pretty much. Pastor much Joe weighed in here. Here's a conscience, too. I think we all have a conscience, but uh, Pastor Joe's on a different, you know, celestial level. Is that right here? I don't know. Suspension, at least, maybe loss of license. What is the protocol for other similar infractions? That's the thing. I don't know. We're speaking a little bit um, as brothers here right off the cuff. I don't know what his options are. I don't know what the extent of the law is, but... I would think he's definitely facing a large fine, which I didn't put in here. You're going to be fined for sure. If they suspend your license, I would think. And, um, you know, but Pastor Joe thinks he should be prosecuted, uh, prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. So that's kind of exactly. consistent. That's consistent there. Uh, Uncle Paul, net control on Sunday evenings uh, on our net. He said jail and uh, bomb threat for sure. For a bomb threat, you got to go to jail. So, wow. There you go. Uh, loss of lice, uh, license forever and equipment confiscated. That's Todd and 3PKJ. So what says you guys? It's a hot topic. Again, I think there's uh, more to it. We are talking as brothers here today about a, 
it's, you know, it's quick to judge, but um, that's why I threw the rehabilitation in there. This guy, he's clearly got to be a little off the off the rocker. I mean, who does stuff like that? I mean, what makes you do? But you need to learn. You need to learn whether you got something up here is not connecting right. But you need to learn. You can't do this in 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 life and you know with this thing of ours kind of deal. You know what I'm saying? Let's see. Uh, well, license requires you to be a good character, says Solo Travel Adventures. I'm definitely. Uh, no, no, no. Let's see mm-hmm. here. Bomb threats should be a huge fine and possibly jail time, says Ben. So there you go. That's what's happening. Uh, and I thought it was an interesting story. I mean, they put you out there too. I mean, he's he's out there. This dude's name and his call sign are there for everyone to know. So probably and- the way I see this will come down is that he will be prosecuted criminally for the for the bomb threat and everything else. And, but and the FCC will probably just kind of take a a hands off approach uh, unless it uh, really kind of uh, blows up. And then when it comes back to his uh, renewal, his license will get red-lighted because of the criminal offense. And, uh, and then they'll go, you know what, your license will be canceled for, you know, and they'll use the character uh, clause of his license, and then it'll be done. So I don't see anything the FCC doing right away unless it becomes a real political thing. They'll just let the process work it out. And unfortunately, we don't know where he is on his uh, in the cycle of his uh, current license. And uh, so it could be 10 years from now or it could be as little as a year from now. But it will be uh, it'll be interesting to see. But uh, if he goes into the Great Bar Hotel, then he won't be on the air. So we don't have to worry about him for the time being. But I, I'm old school and I we need to you know, drop this sledgehammer of the, of the law on this. This is unacceptable. I mean, I, I, I love the spinning wheel. This is something that happened centuries ago in the public square. And I know it's a Neanderthal to think like that in, in certain cases, but really it would curb the uh, other people who are thinking I might do something dumb like that. No, nope. Shorty just got kicked in the stones. Actually, I think stones fell off. Messed his trousers all up. He's crying in the public. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not doing that. Like, it's a deterrent. It's a deterrent. You know, back in the olden days, it just throw you to a lion's, you know. Insert Christian to the lion joke, Pastor Joe. You like that one? All right, let me, uh, let me tell you about the 100 watt. This is where I give my brothers a chance to yawn, stretch, take a drink, and I tell you a little bit about for one, I want to tell you about our friends at LDG. Uh, they've got the tuners and they, and much more. One of the things that I've got that people really like, and I don't have them uh, functioning at the moment. I mean, they're beautiful, but these meters, I use them on Sunday evenings for our net. And you can see I call them the sexy meters, and it's analog. They make these for ICOM, Yesu, Kenwood, HF radios. And uh, if you're wondering about the company, this is uh, this is one of those companies where here we are in a different view of the shack. Family owned and operated. They're dedicated to bringing advanced products, quality products to the amateur market. They got support all the time. They're there to help you. LDG Electronics. Everywhere you look, there's an LDG 
Uh, check them out online to see the full list of products, and they've been a supporter here uh, for us for a good while now. For a good while. But thank you for that. Hey, I also want to say uh, there's a couple ways to support. We talk about sponsorship. We talk about all the money that comes in goes toward development, uh, that creation, distribution of content. Those things do cost money. But I can tell you the money that you send through your memberships as a sustaining member, your donations, heck, you can even buy us a cup of coffee. For real, you can go to buymeacoffee.com. It's as easy as that. A lot of people do Patreon, but unfortunately, Patreon, I learned, was doing 12%. They take 12% of the donation. I thought that's just too much. So I do buy me a coffee. All that stuff is at our website, 100 Watts and a Wire. But I want to thanks, uh, thanks and welcome new members. Uh, Michael, November 7, Quebec, Bravo, Lima. Dave, Kilo Foxtrot, Zero, Bravo, Charlie, Kilo, and Chris. Whiskey 5, Charlie United. Personally here and on the show on the podcast with uh, my brothers here of the show. It's folks like that who sign up for a year. They become sustaining members. There are benefits to that as well for them. All that's listed on the uh, website, but we appreciate your support. That money goes back into the show. Anything extra goes into things like 30 Days, where we do the peer review, where we send out equipment to your peers. They test it for 30 days, come back, bada boom. So it's uh, one of the ways, along with merchandise, that you can support the content uh, you enjoy. Okay, let's see where we are. It's kind of question time. A lot of questions came through, and I'm like, I don't know, that's a Steve question. And they asked me, hey, how does it feel to be such a dumbass? And I'm like, I can answer that one. And then there's ones about SWR and that sort of stuff. But we do have a couple of questions. If you have them, we can spend the rest of our time here getting them quickly because this hour really does blow by. Um, first question here, on a window pass-through, what are the balanced lines used for? Austin asks. So if you picture your uh, pass-through going through your window, which connects your cable to your inside to the outside, some people drill holes in the wall. He wants to know on a pass-through, what's the balance line used for? I guess we can stick a random wire. There's like a random wire uh, connection. You can, you can go do. random wire, yes. Uh, but typically that would be your ladder line. Would, uh, come through a ladder line feed line is a is a balance line where coax is unbalanced but uh yeah that, those balance lines so if you had a for example a loop antenna with a ladder line you can bring that inside to the shack and then if your tuner had a, a balanced output uh then you hook your ladder line to that or you can put a four to one balance inside the shack and uh, and then go a short piece of coax between the balance and tuner so it, it's uh it just gives us more options to bring feed lines from the outside into the shack okay there you go austin thank you so much for that uh let's see we put a question up there let me get that one out of there okay i have two antennas hung close together uh how much separation should i have between the antenna support points two antennas hung close together how much separation should I have between the antenna support points? As much as practically possible um, it would be ideal, but um, it depends on the two antennas you have close. I'm going to assume they're different bands, so uh, they should have minimal interaction, but uh, 
the farther you can separate as practical as your situation, the better. You know, I, I used to think about that, and that's a question I probably asked Steve, too, and, and some other folks, because I had a lot of uh, crisscrossing going on. And I, and I know you're using one antenna at a time, and I think where I got into trouble, there was a time, I don't think you'll remember this, Steve, but maybe you will. I was running 160 in the woods. I happened to get, I still do, but I wanted to do two. And you're like, hey, do like an AB. And I got two lines over the same thing in the same run, and mm-hmm. I put them really close together. I mean, they were really close together, and they were both running in the same direction. And I think what happened was they kind of were on top of one another, parallel. And I think that's where, if it had been a natural cross, I'd have been a, a little better, but they were parallel mm-hmm. in a way, or they crossed kind of parallel, and it really affected what was going on. And I decided yes. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. So I think hanging them where they go parallel over top or below, you got at some issues and potential interference. Crossing, I've found, has been all right. Does that make sense, Steve? Yeah. When you when you cross like at a ninety degrees, there's very little interaction between the two antennas. But when they're parallel, there's going to be interaction. Is that uh, as you're transmitting the the other antenna is act like a parasitic element and it's going to either uh, re-radiate and you'll see it as um, uh, VSWR issues and then or you're going to see it in the in the pattern where it's like well this is just a standard dipole I should be talking you know full uh, to someone uh, perpendicular to the dipole but they're not getting it and because it's going to skew the pattern of the antenna so it's not going to act like the way you expect it to act so yeah, it, that's where you want to kind of get it as far apart as practical, and it all depends on where you're at. Yeah, and Ben uh, chimed in from the chat here, but a fan dipole, so that's an interesting one too, but that's actually technically a monoband antenna. Say you have the bow tie, you know, you got one mm-hmm. going across the top here, flat topped across, and maybe that's 40, and then you've got another one connected to the same one-to-one ballon, but it's, say, 20, something like that, uh, there's no interference there because of what? The one-to-one ballon is switching to... Well, it's they're, they're, they're resonant on different frequencies, so there's no interaction. The problem you get into on a fan dipole is that um, if you put a 15-meter uh, wire in there, you'll start getting some interaction because... A 40 meter antenna is an odd, 15 meters is an odd wavelength from 40 meters. And so you'll get an interaction there. But uh, between 20 and uh, 40 meters, there is, it's an even uh, wavelength or a half wavelength, and there's very little interaction going on. So it's, uh, you got to be real careful on what the, what uh, bands the antennas are on. And, and how you do where you're going to get the interaction. So, yeah, the fan dipoles or the maypoles are, a, a, you know, a, a different story. Different story. Uh, we'll do one more, and then we'll give you some announcements and programming notes of things that are going on here. And this one's from Don, a friend of ours who uh, does uh, our net. We'll talk about our net in just a bit. Uh, Kilo Charlie Zero Delta Whiskey Zulu asked a question, can a wire antenna's SWR worsen when removing excess coax and does it matter if the tuner can make up for it or is it better to have potential energy loss in the cable but gain the counterpoise effect of the shield 
Crikey. Yes, it can change by changing the length. So use typically when we tune antennas, we tune them with the length of coax we're using and then compensating for it. So the ideal length of a coax is going to be a half wavelength of the band that you're operating on. So uh, 40 meters, it's going to be uh, a half wavelength of the, the coax should would actually give you the impedance at the antenna point at the feed point <laughs> I'm, I'm going really deep here but changing um coax length will change your vfwr believe it or not because it uh it, it's just how many wavelengths and uh, what part of the wavelength you're in so um it, it could be it could be a problem typically i like to try to keep everything at about you know half wavelength electrically we can go over that later. That's that's we're going to get super deep into the weeds, and I don't want to do that today. Roger. A couple of things and announcements. Thank you for all those questions. Again, if you have a question, you can put it in the queue. We'll pull it. We'll try to tackle it on our next uh, live show uh, for you. Uh, the the uh, Tesla Memorial HFCW contest is starting today at eighteen hundred Zulu, and it goes through the thirteenth. Uh, you can check that out, radiosport.org. Uh, the Idaho CUSO party, 1900 Zulu today through 1900 Zulu tomorrow, uh, which is Saturday and Sunday. Wisconsin CUSO party, again, uh, the 13th and 14th, is that it? So it goes into tomorrow. All right, so that starts tomorrow. Listen for that. Programming note for 100 Watts in a Wire. We got no streams next weekend. I'm going to be on the road. Hopefully this hernia slash whatever thing on me is... Uh, going to uh, be cool and managed, but we will have a show. Don't worry. There will be a show. Subscribe to the podcast. You'll have all that. There will be a net also um, next Sunday as well. So just because we won't live stream, it'll still be happening. And we'll do a live stream tomorrow night, seven o'clock central time, a little bit before we like to gather uh, before we kind of pop the cork. Steve wants to run on 20 meters for two hours. He's got a beam and whatever else he buys at this damn ham fest today. We'll see what he buys. Something sexy, I'm sure. But he's got a beam on 20 and we'll do 20 uh, for two hours. I think we're going to split some time tomorrow on 40. We'll have Uncle Paul will be there at 7 o'clock. And uh, if I'm able to sit long enough, I, I plan on sitting. I, I've got the a different position here that I can actually stand up if I need to stand up. It's just the uh, the stomach uh, situation for me. But um, I may run on 80 meters. I, Don's like, I'm going to get to 40. I'm going to take that second hour. Steve's leaving. Yay, I'm going to do 40. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. And then so 80 meters is kind of, you know, kind of still open there. And Scotty's going to, uh, what are you going to do? You're going to play on the digital modes tomorrow? I'm going to take a stab at running some FT8 on 40 meters during the net and see, uh, kind of do a POTA style, uh, you know, CQ 100 watts on a wire and then just, you know, rack up some contacts that way during the net. Give it a try. See how it goes. Good deal. I like that. So check us out Sunday nights at seven o'clock with or without a stream. Okay. But tomorrow night we plan a stream for sure. <clears throat> Pardon me. Uh, what else? And find your people. It's important you find your people. We believe we are your people. You can look for us. On the Discord, we have a Discord group there. Uh, I guess you call it a server. And we're on Facebook. If anybody still does a Facebook, we have a ton of people still over there, which is uh, cool. 
All right, what did we miss? Did we miss anything? I think we did good. Look at us, it's cruising in to one hour. Steve is about to go in and buy some stuff. Uh, that's great. Uh, he's still uh, earning money from the show. Sherry did not dock his pay. He's actually very good today. I think I was the one that got uh, a little, you know, the most. Thanks to our folks in the chat who came by today. Give us a thumbs up on your way out if you found some value in today's program. We sure do enjoy putting it together for you. Thanks to Scotty for being here and uh, helping behind the scenes and during the week. Of course, uh, thank you to Steve, Sidecar Steve, for being here. Did we miss anything? We thank the people, right? The people is important. Spike, we saw your question. We'll pull it. Any other questions we didn't get to, uh, we'll pull that as well. Enjoy yourself. And uh, may the dogs run at your side. And by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. 73, brothers. 73. 73, everyone. 73. Have fun at the ham fest, Steve. Buy me something. How about the L7? If you see the L7, if it's, you know, just a couple hundred bucks, that you can pay for it. I mean, come on. Give me a little bit. Oh, we're still <laughs> we're still rolling now. Ha, 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 ha. Just kidding. 73. Be safe, guys. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.